I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Okay, so um, we were at, um, we were in the middle of the Kosos, but I actually wanted to go back really quickly to just give an idea about uh, Haseva. Um, which is uh, my favorite thing that I've seen written about Haseva is the Rav. I saw this quoted in, um, in I think in, in, where is this? I mean, I'm quoting this from my, uh, what do you call? Uh, I don't know where this is from, but anyway, uh, some, some maybe festivals of freedom. He says, uh, the slave lives in fear. He is afraid not only of those who are stronger than he or of those who have jurisdiction over him. The slave is afraid of contradicting anyone, of antagonizing even a stranger. This is the reason, in my opinion, why the sages introduced Haseva, reclining. Haseva symbolizes the throwing off of the mental shackles, depriving man of freedom of movement. Haseva is the reverse of erect posture, which demonstrates obedient and submissiveness. Um, soldiers standing erect symbolize the readiness to obey. Haseva is indicative of disobedience, of a courageous stand, of refusing to take orders, of rejecting the authority of man. Haseva means defiance. This is why Fazal said that if one's teacher is present, the student is relieved, indeed enjoined from Haseva. So to me, that's a different spin on Haseva than usually, because I think we usually think of Haseva as like luxuriating, but he's bringing out the idea of Haseva as like a, uh, as independence and, and defiance, which to me is more like harmonious with the halachos about who is and is not obligated in, in, in a seva. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. If she's chashuva, then, then she can uh, do her seva. Right. Uh, and, and the default is that she's uh, submissive or subordinate. So yeah. If she wasn't, if she was like, I don't know what, what, how you define chashuva here, but if she wasn't like, if she was like self-supporting, uh, didn't so it uh, looks like looks like he says here uh, he quotes Shabbos Yud test Yud. Let's look at that. Um, Shabbos. Uh, let's just open up a new one. Uh, Shabbos Yud test Yud. No, I would not have gone there. Uh, what is the context even? Uh, test Yud. Okay, here we go. She can go out with the threads around her neck. Is that like a necklace? Because she doesn't choke herself with them. Okay, good. I should hope not. Then therefore they don't, uh, they're not chotets. The Imhayutsivuin, if they're dyed, um asurin then they're asur shema tira osan lechabro seha maybe she'll show them to her her fellow so i guess it's talking about like uh hota right yeah uh viota isha bikalil shal zaha barosha she can wear i think a is a crown um yeah yeah right on her head shein yotza bo ella isha chashuva okay because the only one who goes out on is isha chashuva shein darha lachlot lahara ulaharos whose way is not to take them off and to show it uh viota betzitz uh, it's a headband. Uva lechaim. Lechaim shows off. No, lechaim. I think is like a, uh, like um, yeah. I think it's related to lechi, right? Like a. Uh, all right, let's see if this. I don't know whose English translation this is here. Um, diadem. Okay, that's a crown. Uh, and a woman. It was a frontlet. Seats. 
Oh, they call the Tsitsis uh, Roche frontlets. They call the, the English word for Peos is frontlets. I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've heard that. Yeah. Um, uh, on her forehead with bangles of gold <laughs> that hang from the front line. Okay, bangles. Sounds like those, like, like oh, like a uh, Liliana's veil. Hold on, uh, Liliana's veil, um, chain veil. I think. Oh no, that's hanging down. Never mind. That's yeah. Never mind. That's, but, but I think uh, hanging down over her uh, like uh-huh. headband would be a. Uh, I have that like image of like the thing that has like the eyes of like the nose thing, uh-huh. like, kind of like like the masquerade kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, but, could uh, be. I mean, that, that's why I associated to that. When they are sewn into her head covering so that they don't fall. Okay, so did this really help us? They said, Oh, okay, so, so he's summarizing, he's not quoting. So this is why you should always look up the Makbili, because like, he often does quote, but this is a summary. I'll call you a second. She b'mamar chevrasi b'chir v'darcha b'kach. In a social standing, she's chashuva, and um, and um, like she's prominent, and her way is like that. Yeah. And this was see how it's clarifying a lot was that what's the type of woman who doesn't because each of the she wouldn't bother showing off. It's an actually rich person who's co- who's like has a history of also is confident in their wealth. Right, right. So, you don't need to like show it to people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like middle class or poor people become rich. Right, they feel the need to show off their wealth. She's like, yeah, Shuva, she, she knows she's rich. She doesn't need to show. It yeah, off. that's that is interesting. By the way, this question I think does pertain to the one I asked yesterday. I asked yesterday. Or I wonder out loud when did they institute Arbacozos and Haseva? So I, I asked people online and uh, I got a bunch of theories as to when they instituted um, Arbacozos, but no one yet has said anything for when they instituted Haseva. But my guess is that um, there are halakhic nachdaminas for what the norm was back then, because I know that there's like the, um, there's shitos who hold, oh, the Raman holds that women don't need Haseva now. And I think, and the reason, the, the, did he say uh no, he didn't say why, right? The, the people who say uh, Isha in dar- uh, uh, that's not the derrick of women to recline. So, I, you know, I, I feel like that is a statement about like what is the norm. Wait, wait. No, Ram doesn't say that. I think other regions say that. No, I think on on a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Joseph, also saying now, you mean there now, or we're talking about our now? There now. Okay. I think there now might indicate what the the the, the way that they set up the Takana based on those norms might have a bearing on our now. Yeah. Okay, just because the Rishonic now could be that then Yeah, the right. The, like, yeah. Solve yeah, yeah. Um, okay. No, right, right. And the Hashuba would definitely go based on on the, um, what do you call, the present Hashubas, uh, I think, not based on who was Hashub back then. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to say an answer to that, but I haven't reviewed his this year, so I don't want to say it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then that was one point I wanted to go back to. Another point I wanted to go back to was something that came up in, uh, I was going over the Manishtana. Um, and uh, do you know, don't say it, but do you know Rebbe's theory about Manishtana from the Inyana Deseder tapes? Okay. All right, so so let's just really quickly review the Mashana, uh, at least the Ashkenazic Mashana, not the Ramams. Uh, can I not make this bigger? Okay, fine. So he says, 
We only dip once tonight twice. Sorry, we don't even dip once. Yeah, tonight twice. So the question is like, what are these marshtanas? Also, these are clearly not the marshtanas that the kid is naturally asking because we haven't done most of these things yet. We did the dipping, but yeah. Um, no, we didn't do the state. We didn't do the state dipping. Uh, we did the one dipping. But then also the question is, uh, there are a couple of important things missing from here. Seemingly. Matz. Oh, sorry. Matz is there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so Pesach is missing on ours, but yeah, so the Arbacosos, yeah. right? Uh, and then there's one more, at least, arguably, that's missing. Uh, Mara's there. Oh, uh, Sipur? is also missing. Okay, Sipur is also missing. Okay, and then uh, I guess I guess three things. Right, and then Hala. Oh, okay. okay, right? Oh, yeah, Hal's big one. Okay, so Rebbe's answer is, and this is Rebbe's theory for the entire, um, this is a, you got to listen to the United States tapes. I mean, that that's like basic listening where he gives, he basically gives a halachic definition of everything in the Seder. Um, and uh, there's like, uh, sure, yeah, 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 I will try to remember to do that. <laughs> um, so, you know, the big question on the Haggadah is like pretty much everything up until Mitchila Ovde Vodozaira Hayo is not telling the story. It's just like, it feels like a hodgepodge mix of things, you know, and especially like, you know, B'nai Brock and all this other stuff. So Rebbe's theory is that since the Haggadah was intended to be like a, an aid to not a Hebrew word aid, but like English word AID to like, you know, doing the mitzvahs, he calls the first part of the Haggadah, a shulchan or like a kitzur shulchan aruch of halacha. So he holds that each of the things is going over a, um, a, uh, a halachic. It's like, uh, conveying a, a, a halacha of the Lila. And, he, and I'm not going to spoil it, but Manishtana, he holds, is outlining what the mitzvahs halayla are, okay? Kind of like, and this is my addition, kind of like the Koseris in the Mishnah Torah has a list of the mitzvahs. So this is a list of the mitzvahs. So here, so two of these are easy, which is, uh, I lost Mata, it. Mara. Yeah, Mata is the first one. Mar is the second one. And then Pesach will be the other one. But then, um, uh, the dipping is a, so that's a reference to the Karpas and also the Haroses, I guess, if you will, by the Raman. So that's Sipur Ayide Dibur. That is telling the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim through speech, because the whole reason why we do the Karpas is to get the kid to ask, which is the Higadullah Bincha. And then the um, the Heseva is Sipur Ayide Maisa, is demonstration of, is telling the story through the demonstration. So really, Sipur and Halal are included under the question about the dipping, because that's all a part of the mitzvah Sipur de Raisa. And then the Arbakosos is included under the Haseva because that's a demonstration. So I, I don't remember if he said that point, but I was just, when I was going over it with a, one of my tutoring uh, students yesterday, then they were asking why it doesn't mention Arbakosos and stuff. And I think that's a good answer. So yeah. Okay. Now, onward in the halachos. So we were in the middle of kosos. Kol kos v'kos me arba kosos ha'elu. Each and every one of these kosos. Actually, I'm going to use the makbili. Tzarek limz... Yeah, we didn't... No, sorry. Yeah, we are a test, I think. Yeah, we, we didn't do tests. Arba kosos ha'elu. Tzarek limz osan. You need to mix them. Kedeshiti e shasiya areva. So that it is a 
pleasant drinking. Okay. So again, the way that the wine worked was that it was undiluted and I didn't say that anywhere else. I think he says it by Kiddish. I don't mm-hmm. uh, I yeah, I uh let's just also oh sorry, I don't know if he oh does he say it by Kosha Bracha? It could be because I know that the Gamara there has a big mafucket about also like when like when you officially started Rick Adamoso. There's like a bunch of muscle curses is one of the one of the Lim Zog. Uh, hold on, just said it in the Yad Pshuta. Um, oh, that's yeah, just calling the Gemara. So he doesn't say it. I don't think he says it here. Oh, I don't know. But but and then you said in the um, Kosho Bracha in uh, uh, when is it? that's going to be Gimel? No, that is what you make a moti on. Bayes. Cedarbrook is a Muslim. Kos. Uh, I don't. Uh, I got some busha here. I don't really know my uh, my way around uh, the Bayes Muslim problem as much. No, that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look for it. Okay, so then, uh, yeah, so hakolafi hayayin ulfi dasa shosa. So all according to the wine and the dasa shosa. So this is actually a practical halacha because even though we don't do mezigas hakos, the there, there it does have to be a tasty wine. So I know I do know people who will like choke down like nasty wine, you know, for um, for their apicosos, and like you're probably yotze, but it's not lachachila. Like you should have like good tasting wine, you know. Um, the trick to me is to find wine. Like, you know, when I drink wine, I like savor it, but you are chugging it. And so you have to have good chugging wine, which means that smoothness is going to be the key, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like compared to the, say, my personal preferences versus, a, I guess, a quote-unquote objective system? Well, this is subjective preferences, right? Yeah, right, so it should be your subjective. So, so even grape juice, which I prefer, but I think most people... So I be, I'm going to have to verify this. I believe in one of the three Rav books, it says something about the Rav holding about grape juice for that reason, but I have to check it and make sure that that's actually what he says. Yeah. You should not have uh, less than a revise of raw wine uh, in, um, in, in, uh, from the four, the four of them. So what is that? There should be uh, in each cup, a revise of Yain Tahor, which is 75 uh, cubic centimeters, um, uh, which I don't know how much that is. I don't really know my centimeters. Sha'alav Yahol Hosif Mayim, which you can add to Ad Pi Shalosh Mikamos Yain up until a third of the quantity of the wine. So I also tried asking, uh, uh, I haven't gotten answers yet. I said, you know, I don't know anything about winemaking uh, for modern wines, and I, I, I've tried learning these sogis before and talking about that, and it's confusing. Does anyone have data on how much of our wine is diluted? And like, if you Google stuff, you just get like not helpful stuff. Like, for example, is how much? Diluted? What is it diluted or just like a different process? So I, that's why I don't even know. So, for example, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, what is this? Uh, no, that's not the thing. 
Oh, wait, this is the thing. How much percent of your wine is water? Probably 85%. But I have no idea what that means. That could just mean like, it could be even talking about the, what we call yayin chai, that that's what, you know, so I just have no idea how to make sense of whatever the data there is. So I'm sure someone's written an academic paper on like modern winemaking versus Lazal's winemaking and like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've only seen it here, but again, I, I, I'm not holding on. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, this is, I, I can probably look it up easily, though, really quickly with just searching for Ravis in chapter 29, which is Kiddush and Shabbos. Ravis. So this is what you do for Kiddush, right? So you take a, a cup that holds a reviser more, wipe it uh, inside and rinse it on the outside. And fill it with wine. Hold it in your right hand. Hold it up. Uh, uh, it's funny, from the karka, not from the table. That's interesting. Uh, don't assist it with your left hand. So, uh, does not look like he says that there. Well, At least from. Is that only in, in my yeah, and it might be because of the cherus. I'm not sure. Because uh, he says, if you drink the four kosos from wine that's not mixed, uh, right, so the, the the proportions of the wine are for the chayrus quality, not for the cups quality. Shas arba arba achas. If you drank the four cups um, that were that were mixed, but you drank them at one time, which the um, uh, which this is a whole another machlok because we shown him, but the makbili says shiyatak esayayin shibahen lakos achas. You pour them all into one big cup. I think others hold that bevas achas means you drink them one after the other. Um, then uh, okay. And if in the normal case you drink the rove of each coast, then you're yote bidiabin. Um, yeah, uh, let's just finish reading this and we'll come back tomorrow. Each and every one of these four kosos, according to the Raman, you make a bracha on it by itself. Um, the coast reach because some hold you only make it on the first and the third coast. Um, the Raman says on each one, um, the coast reshon Omer Alav Kiddush Hayom, you say Kiddushan, Koshini Kore Alav Esa Hagada, you read the Hagada over, Koshlishi Mavarach Alav Birkas Amazon, third one you make Birkas Amazon over, Koshri Gomer Alav Esa Halal, you make uh, the, uh, you complete Halal over it, Mavarach Alav Birkas Ashir, and you make Birkas Ashir, which is uh, from uh, Nishmas plus Yahalalucha, and concludes with, uh, in the Ramams, Hakel HaMelcham Hulo, et cetera, et cetera, Lil Ved, which is not how we conclude, I don't think. And then, um, okay, if you want to drink between the two cups, you can. But not between the third and the fourth, and there's different reasons for that. Um, and then there's Ram also has the fifth cup, uh, but that he mentions in Perechas, so we'll have to save that for later. Okay, good. So goal, I think, is, I'll, I'll see if there are any, like, wrap-up points from that part, but the tomorrow, I think we can get through these last three, and that way we can be on the eighth Perech by next week. Cool. Very good. Okay. I'm leaving Thursday. Not going.
If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.